1: have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room.
0: We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on
1: television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And
0: me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a familiar scenario. It's the day before a big calculus exam, and you haven't studied for whatever reason. Uh, you're short on time, you have too many other exams packed into the same day, too many cat videos, you know. Around 10 p.m., you finally sit down to review the material. Six hours later, you catch a short nap before rushing to school. You take the exam, and it seems to go fine. Although it wasn't your best effort, you pass and promise not to repeat the cycle when it's time for your next one. This is what's known as cramming. And while students, parents, and educators have long known it's not ideal, in desperate circumstances, it does work to some degree. And by some degree, we mean it might save your GPA. But cramming doesn't provide long-term learning, according to researchers who study how we learn versus how we think we learn. Spoiler alert, we're usually really wrong. In the case of cramming, you may pass the test and feel like you've got the material down, but research shows that a dramatic rate of forgetting occurs afterwards. This is especially problematic when one lesson provides foundational information for the next, like in math or a language class. Forgetting most of what you learned is not the only downside to cramming. Researchers have found that losing sleep while pulling an all-nighter also leads to residual academic problems for days after the cramming session. You can imagine the negative effects of an ongoing cycle of procrastination and cramming. More than a century of research shows that if you study something twice, retention goes up. Studying and then waiting before you study more produces even better long term memory. This is called the spacing effect. Rather than reviewing material right away, students benefit from spacing out their study sessions. There are many arguments about why spacing works better for long term retention. One relates to encoding. When a student studies something from a book and reviews it immediately, the student will encode the information in the same way both times. That's not very helpful long term. The more different times and ways you can encode information, the better you'll understand it and the longer you'll know it. This means that even studying the same material in two different locations can help you encode it in different ways. Therefore, you'll learn it more successfully. Another factor at work is that research shows that the harder it is for our brain to recall something, the more powerful the effects of that recall will be in the long term. For example, if you're at a conference and meet someone new, you might recall their name immediately, which probably won't help you remember it the next day. However, if you need to recall the person's name an hour into the conference and do so, you'll have a better chance of remembering it a day or a week later because you had to put in the effort to recall it. A third reason why spacing works is that people pay less attention to the second presentation of material that they've just seen, because the information is already familiar. When the material is spaced out, it's no longer as familiar, so people pay more attention. If the spacing effect sounds like a lot of waiting around to review material, and it may indeed slow the learning process because you'll be studying for more than one evening, recent studies have shown the positive effects of another study method, mixing up different material while studying. This concept, called interleaving, consists of working on or studying one skill for a short period of time, then switching to another one, then maybe a third, then back to the first. A 2015 study tested interleaving in nine middle school classrooms teaching algebra and geometry. A day after the lesson for the unit was complete, the students trained with interleaving scored 25% better than the students who received standard training. A month later, the interleaving group was up 76%. This is great news— Studying for an exam or completing a big project doesn't need to feel so daunting, and interleaving has benefits for writing, too. Rather than trying to block out two hours to study for a math test, study math for 30 minutes before you move on to French, and then work on an essay. Go back to the math later. There's a message here for teachers as well as students. Instead of teaching a topic in a block and going to the next steps, teachers can spend a short time on a topic, go on to others, then return to the earlier topics. But it seems that we have a lot to learn about how we learn. A 2009 study from UCLA found that spacing was more effective than cramming for 90% of the participants. Just 6% of those who crammed learned more than those who studied using the spacing effect. In three experiments, researchers tested spacing against cramming. Yet, despite the findings in favor of spacing, participants believed the cramming style was more effective. And a 2012 UCLA study found that staying up and foregoing sleep to study is actually counterproductive. No matter how much a student studies daily, if they sacrifice sleep in order to study more, they're likely to have more academic problems, not less, the next day. Today's episode was written by Carrie Whitney PhD and produced by Tyler Klang. Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartMedia's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other studious topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year.